Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That was Joe Satriani, which we'll listen to a little bit later on with Revelation. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. If you're not familiar with the show, you can visit the show blog at getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Okay, kicking off the show is Susanna B. and John Anderson. They're here to talk about their latest project, Daddy's Eyes. Talking into this. Good morning. No. Am I interrupting? No, Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Sitting here talking. All right. Well, great. Uh, thanks for calling into the show. Thank you for having us. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, so I want to start with John. So, John, you, you are, are the writer for this project, Daddy's Eyes. Um, did you write this solo and then come to Suzanne, Susanna? How did this come about? Yes. Yeah. Well, that is what happened. Um, my wife's a director. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, kind of felt like she needed to be directing things that were um, that she had more control over because, you know, as a director, you can, or as a writer myself as well, you know, you can do all kinds of things and then people change them and they're just not what you wanted them to be. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she had been just talking with Susanna and you know I I travel a lot and um, when I travel I listen to music and a lot of the music I listen to is Susanna's I bought it on I don't know what it is one of those I have Apple Music so <laughs> Spotify, Spotify. Spotify. Apple music, all your streamers okay wherever music is <laughs> I don't have Spotify so I know I didn't buy it there but um, I think it was Apple Music I think I don't know okay it it's okay um, John <laughs> it's on my iPad anyway to to get back to your question I I did um, she puts me in this mood. She just puts me in the mood that this movie's in when I hear her sing. And I used to kiddingly say, you know, you are, uh, um, uh, I can't remember her name now. I'm so bad with names. Sade. Uh, Sade? She, there you go. Thank Sade. you. I go, you're the white Sade to me. That's, that's that dreamy kind of off in the ether kind of feeling. She just, you know, I just drop right in there when I hear her sing. It's just a really, you know, like a warm feeling. But it's almost also kind of like being on heroin or something. I imagine I've never been on heroin. but um, And it, so um, it's a long story, but uh, trying to write something that my wife and I could uh, control from the beginning to the end and make a film we wanted to make and also bring our friends in and, and, and just knowing how emotional her music is, yeah. how much it touches me. I wanted to try to bring something in like that so we could really move people and make them feel what I feel like I feel, and that's kind of how it happened. I do yeah. want to mention that your your wife is Drew Ann Rosenberg, who's the director for the film Daddy's Eyes. Correct? Correct. Yes. Susanna. Correct, yes. Susanna, tell me about what it was like being part of this film. Well, Drew happens to be one of my oldest friends we met in college. Uh, a number of years ago, and she was always also one of my most supportive and fans and friends. And she and John have been coming to hear me sing uh, many, many for many, many years. And um, like John said, I we I had had lunch with Drew one day, and she was telling me that she wanted to make a short and sort of talking to me about some themes she had had some recent experiences in her life uh, having to do with Twenty Three and Me and taking a genetic test and learning some some interesting things about her family, some secrets, some, some just surprises. And oh. I just, but we didn't talk about anything about me. We just were talking about her working on a film. And mm-hmm. about a week later, she wrote me an email and said, you know, John, 
I, I went home after our lunch and I talked to John and, and he got really inspired and, and he wrote this script and we're hoping that you would do it with us. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I opened up this document and not only did it say inspired by the music of Susanna <gasps> being on the front page, which wow. blew my mind, Sure, <clears throat> but it had this incredible, I mean, it was gorgeously written, so, so tight, so well done. I'm also a writer myself. myself. I've written some films and um, I just recognized how wonderfully crafted it was and it also happened to feature three songs in a short film that's really rare two of them were my original songs are my original songs and one is a a jazz cover that I had also recorded on an album two years ago and the fact that John had written me this part um, where I play a character that's nothing like myself and yet I am singing songs that I wrote myself (laughs) and recorded as Susanna was just uh, was just mind blowing. I was just deeply flattered and humbled, and you know, kind of terrified and really excited at the same time. So it was honestly just a dream come true, like just this incredible gift. And then to watch Drew um, really do her thing and, mm-hmm. and be a director was so exciting. And to watch John and Drew collaborating on the set was really cool. But Drew, especially, I mean, I've known her for so many years. She's worked as a director on many things, but has also worked as a very successful first AD on huge projects for for years. And I just was so proud of her and excited because the very first day of shooting, she made this announcement over the PA and just said to everybody, this is a labor of love and, and, you know, welcome. But she also said that she's an incredibly collaborative person. And if anybody had any ideas Aww. or creative you know, inspiration, please come and tell her because she's really open to hearing everybody's ideas. And I just thought that was incredibly unusual. Yes, it is. And I was, and really comes from someone who feels so confident in their own filmmaking. It, it just, it just made me so excited. Yeah. And then, and I trust her completely and implicitly And both she and John, I just trust them as artists and people and friends and so I, at my moments where, of course, as an artist, I do have moments where I was like, oh, can I do this? I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm scared. Of course. You know, but then I just thought, well, they, they wrote it for me. I'm, I'm just going to trust that, that they know what they're doing. And yeah. so it was really, really just the best working experience I could have imagined. I love it. And John, you it's ha- funny because she did say at one point, she goes, you know, I'm trusting you guys. We're like, <laughs> we know, just trust us, just trust us. I was going to yeah. say, John, you have an interesting background because you went to UC San Diego and your focus was biology and biochemistry. And how did you end up in film yeah. and acting and things like that? Well, uh, I, I did have a minor in acting as well. But uh, when I told my mother that I was going to, um, I grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. And, and when I told my mother that I was going to change my my major to acting, she she flipped out a little bit and <laughs> just well, a little. You're, you're, you're three quarters of the way done here, you know. Yes. J- just minor in acting. You can do that later, but at least you you, you don't want to finish. You you don't want to mess this up. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, it was like five more classes, something. So uh, I agreed. But my dream really was when I moved to California was you know it just didn't seem real that I could you know I mean sure. I come from a small you know it's a blue collar city where most of my friends end up working in factories. And, you know, it just doesn't really seem real on some level that you can attain, you know, uh, the things you want to do in your life. And so, um, you know, I ended up um, slowly making my way from San Diego to uh, Los Angeles. And I actually ended up here in 1984. Okay, so you've been here a while. And I've been here ever since. Amazing. 
And Susanna, you and I were talking because we both grew up yes. in Manhattan. So tell me about that. Yeah. Um, well, my Manhattan childhood was, was really uh, wonderful. I mean, I think uh, New York City is pretty much, in my opinion, one of the coolest places you could grow up. Absolutely. Um, it's just the most diverse, electrifying, uh, exciting place. If, if anyone's been to New York, they can feel the energy. And mm-hmm. to grow up there as a kid... Um, I just got exposed to so many things, you know, I just, I was really um, at ease, you know, walking on the street from a very young age, and both my parents were not from New York originally, they both moved to New York City to like make it in -hmm. New York, and my dad was a a fashion photographer, and my mom was a a composer lyricist, and so I, and I lived with my mom, so I grew up, you know, with my mother um, writing songs for a living, and uh, she wrote all sorts of different songs from commercial jingles to uh, Broadway shows, but I grew up, you know, basically sitting in a lot of uh, rehearsal studios with her or theaters and just watching a tremendous amount of of theater, basically musical theater, and then also taking lots of naps on leather couches when she had recording sessions, (laughs) and so I just was always surrounded by music, and I sang quite a bit uh, as I was a kid. Um, but then when I, when I got, you know, kind of going off to college, I, I really was trying to make my own identity. So I only focused on acting. Yeah. And I kind of left the music behind. It was like, that's what my mother does. I don't do that. Yeah. And then uh, I really only focused on acting for about a decade. And then uh, in my early 20s, kind of the music just started poking me. I, I literally was like waking up in the middle of the night with, with songs? kind of melodies in my head and lyrics. And Beautiful. Stuff, so. Amazing. But, but New York, you know, planted all those seeds. In of me. course. The theater district's unbelievable. Uh, tell me, what are a few of the, um, you know, theatrical performances that your mom was involved in? Well, um, my mom is, uh, she was best known for writing a hit show that now it sounds kind of, it happened a while ago, but it it's was right. a big show at the time, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, ran for five years on Broadway, and mm-hmm. it became a movie with Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds. And yeah. So she wrote all the songs. Um, that was her big hit. Yeah. And she had a number of other shows that, you know, weren't as big. But her one of another thing she's really well known for, uh, in addition to writing for Sesame Street, she wrote um, Street. a 70s uh, kids album called Free to Be You and Me. Oh, and I do know that album. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So she was really wonderful, and she was one of my main inspirations she was an incredibly talented songwriter, and um, amazing. That's it was beautiful. Cool to watch her do it as my mom. That is so beautiful. <clears throat> so, tell us about uh, this film without giving too much away. John. John. <laughs> oh, well, um, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it, it goes back in time where um, a, a white woman and a black man became husband and wife and had a child and the child was taken away by child protective services because they were both singers the father and the mother and they had a band and they were on the road all the time she ended up taking drugs to go to sleep she's on the elvis diet i like to say she was going taking things to go to sleep and things to wake up to perform they had a baby the baby got ill. This is all prior to the movie taking place, of course. The baby <laughs> got backstory. ill, was taken away by Child Protective Services. Pardon me? It's a deep backstory. Oh. Anyway, they, they, yeah, this is all backstory stuff. But And so uh, now for the last 20 years, this woman has been 
um, has just been, you know, uh, longing for this child and regretting what she did. And um, she continues to have issues with substance abuse. Her husband is now dead. And uh, the daughter is uh, has become um, obsessed with finding her mother as well. And um, so this is what the film starts with this search and, and, okay. and how they may or may not find one another. And tell me... And the, the daughter has grown up to be a, a famous uh, pop star. Ah, okay. Yeah. And tell me about right. casting. Uh, were both of you involved in the casting? Was it you, just you, John? Well, no, Drew, Drew and I were mainly involved in the casting, but the, the very beginning of it wouldn't have happened uh, without Susanna, because Susanna works with a guy named John Farrell, who's, uh, tell, tell me what he does, Susanna. Mike Farrell, yeah. Mike, Farrell. Mike is a bandmate of mine. Mike Farrell, sorry, John, John, yeah. John is the uh, other, <clears throat> sorry. John Ballinger is the composer of the film. I also worked with him. I kind of brought on the music people. Um, mm-hmm. Immediately when, when John and Drew brought me to the script, I, we were talking about who could play my daughter, who would be a, a biracial singer, you know, around 30, yeah. 30 years old, who, who could play my daughter. And I had been working with my bandmate, Mike Farrell, uh, who's out on tour right now with Alanis Morissette. And he had been working with this incredibly talented um, singer named India Carney. And they were working together on uh, American Idol, actually, um, behind the scenes. And uh, India was on season eight of The Voice. She was in the top five of, of that season and she's just extraordinary her voice is unbelievable and i'd already met her and we'd done a little bit of work together on some demos for another project i was doing and um and all of a sudden i realized oh my gosh india would be perfect for this and yes. so that's that was the the second yeah, after so I drew was and i then went to see go ahead john sorry. yeah so then drew and i went to see india to see okay uh you know we heard her voice, and we're like, yeah, it sounds pretty good. You know, let's go see her live. Mm-hmm. And so we went and saw her live in the showcase, and it was a time where we were all still wearing masks inside. And when she started to sing, I literally said to myself out loud, oh, my God, wow. when I heard her voice. It yeah. sent chills mm-hmm. from my fingertips to my toes. Beautiful. She yeah. is amazing. We didn't know if she could act at all. Mm-hmm. She, she went to – she grew up in New York as well and went to um, the Fame High School. Oh, and um okay. but when we but we were just shocked when I, when I first saw her walk in on the scene and the camera goes to her face no, I have never seen anyone hold the have presence like that on the screen in my life it was that's beautiful she it's is amazing amazing and Cassius who plays the dad he's been a long time friend of mine I, I was an actor as well for a long time and Cassius and I have known each other for, I don't know, 15 years or so, and he quit acting and moved to work on the railroad in Utah because he's so frustrated with this business. But I made him come back he for said. three and a half days to do this. So. Three, three yeah. and a half days, that's it? And when was this uh, all shot? Was this right uh, during the pandemic? What, at what point? No, we just did it this past um, uh, Jan- uh, February, end of, like, beginning of February this past year. 2022? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we started to wear masks on set, of course. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. How long did it take you to shoot this? I think, I mean, for me, it was like two days. That's it? Boom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. it was. It was two short days, actually, two 10-hour <laughs> days, which yeah. is pretty short in the film business. But yeah. my wife, as, as Susanna pointed out, Drew has been a 
top first AD on a bunch of Academy Award winning films and so forth. She knows how to schedule. Yes. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everything She's was just scheduled perfectly. Yeah. And, and and the actors are so talented. I mean, it wasn't like we had to do 50 takes. These guys were just professionals, yeah. you know. It was yeah. great. And where can people see this? Because people are listening probably thinking, okay, where where is this showing? Well, we're going to have our, our premiere uh, this Wednesday night at um, the Lemley Theater in North Hollywood. We're part of the L.A. International Short Film Festival, so we're part of an evening of short films. Our film is 15 minutes, and we're in a program. I believe it's program 38, if you go online, to uh, L.A. Shorts. Film Festival, uh, you can find it there. I think Lemley is actually selling the tickets. Um, and so I think we're in a yeah, they are. five other shorts, maybe. Okay. Uh, it's probably going like to be really, yeah. I think it's going to be a very they cool evening, especially the contrast of all the films yes. together. Uh, do you know what time your film is showing? 7.45. Okay. And if people yeah. go to the website, it's lashortsfest.com. Yes. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Lemley Noho 7, Wednesday, July 27th at 7.45 p.m. Okay, great. Okay. And the music is out um, under Susanna B., because this was music I had already recorded. So um, one one of the songs is from my jazz album called Girl Gone Wilder, and my the other two songs are from uh, an EP release I did a few years ago called Far More. And so um, Far More and I Am Here are two songs... Uh, that are in the film, as well as Moon and Sand. Fantastic. How does yeah. this feel, Susanna, to have your film and your acting, I mean, uh, your songs and your acting all in this project? Oh, my gosh. I mean, truly, like, I, I, dream come true. I mean, I know it might sound kind of corny, but truly, I've, I had, um, I found a, a, a drawing that I made maybe 20 years ago where I was doing a class that was kind of about, like, envisioning, you know, your wildest dreams come true. And I had, I had drawn a picture of myself singing, holding a mic, with, like, musical notes coming out of the mic, and I had written singing my own songs on film, you know, and <laughs> acting. And I just, Amazing. that's, it had never happened until, until this film, so that's why I'm so grateful, because it just felt like all, to do all the things I do in one place was really powerful and really... It's just very exciting. It's beautiful, and it's a it's a really um, just such a, such a real. Uh, um, I, I still cry when I watch this film, and I wrote it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you have seen this as a feature, or were you happy to have it as a short? Well, we hope to. That's one of the things we're sort of trying to determine right now. Can we get some financing to turn this into a feature or mm-hmm. a limited series? Okay. Because there's so much backstory. There's so much went into this that's not on the screen. You can feel it on the screen. Yes. You really can. But it's a fascinating backstory how we got to where we get in this film that yeah. um, we hope to, 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 to do one or the other. That would eventually. be great. Yeah. I think it really is. It, it, it just... It definitely, John has crafted a history and a, a, a deeper story that you can feel is a bigger project than just this short. Definitely. So in a time when it's so challenging to make films and feel optimistic at times in a pandemic, how did you feel to get this out in the world? John or anybody? Oh, I, I feel fantastic. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I feel like this is a film that, you know, we all could control 
no one could come in and decide what to do. So we really stand behind everything in this film, from the casting to the people involved. You know, the DP Byron Warner is so incredible. I mean, the the, um, the musical people involved. Uh, you know, up and down, we were able to say, look, these are the people we want to work with. I've known Byron since he was in college. He 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 shot a a, a film I directed over 20 years ago when he was still a college student. The first thing he ever uh, DP'd, and and you know, um, just so so every part of it, we feel like you know, it's it was our choices. We stand behind it, and that that's you know, kind of unique for both my wife and I to be able to say, yeah, you know, we don't feel like uh, anybody um, in, in, interfered. The editor Steve Nevius was fantastic to work with. Uh, Kelsey Wright, the, the production designer, just amazing person who you know, and and costume designer. Uh, Danny Brown was fantastic. John Ballinger, composer, you know, talking to him is so collaborative. That's, I, that's you know, what a great crew. The, the actors yeah, were just it was really great. It, it was yeah. everything was was what we wanted. We couldn't have asked for more. So to have this out it, the way it is, and, and have the story told the way it does, and have the the feedback we've got, which is just incredible, mm-hmm. is very rewarding. Very rewarding. And Susanna, yeah. being that you're creative and you've been like this your whole life, how did it feel having being part of this film when a time when some people are struggling to get work or come up with ideas? Yes, I, I feel really uh, lucky and and blessed that we we were able to make it happen. You know, and everyone chipped in in the ways that they could, uh, whether it was using their contacts or money or however. I mean, Drew and John really made it happen and, and got out their credit cards and and just put their vision first and. You know, that can be so hard, um, but I, I think there's so many ways for everybody to do that in one form or another. You know, the phones have given us the ability to shoot things, you know, for, yes. for no money. And right. um, I just think that I'm a, I'm a really passionate believer in not only the healing power of music, but, but just the ways that creativity, you know, writing what we want to write, speaking up, you know, whether it's poetry or music or Acting, you know, our creativity keeps us inspired, especially during these difficult, dark times that our our world is in. I just really believe in the power of of our creativity and and particularly of music. I I just I love it. It means so much to me. And I I think that um, to be able to do this at this time, it was just, yeah, a huge gift. And I I hope I think I'm getting from people's reactions when they see this, that, that they are touched by the experience of the film and, and by the music, and that's, that's the whole point. You know? So so fulfilling. Where can people find out more about the film? I think we have a website. Well, there's a website. Yes. Yes, we do. It's called daddyseyesthemovie.com. Okay, daddyseyesthemovie.com. <laughs> okay. If it's not the movie just, or the oh, film? The movie? <laughs> oh, i got to look it up to make sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Somebody hum a song. I'll look up the website. <laughs> Daddy's Eyes, the film. Oh, dot com. Let me look it up. Huh? No, it's not that. Let's see. Daddy's Eyes, the film. Dot com. <laughs> oh, is it Daddy's Eyes, the film. Dot com? Daddy's, okay. I'm, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Daddy's Eyes, the movie. Dot com. The okay. movie. Okay. <laughs> DaddyDiesTheMovie.com. I got it. Yes, for sure. I'm looking at it Fantastic. right now. Fantastic. Official okay, selection. I'm just the actor. I don't know. And there's a lot of information on there. 
Yes, you've got all the information. And <laughs> well, actually, we uh, just just FYI, I do have Daddy's Eyes to Film dot com too, but we never use that website. We just bought it, so it couldn't be used. Okay, we'll, we'll just <laughs> there might be a poster or something there. Let's use the but right Daddy's one. Daddy's Eyes to Movie dot com is where all the information is. Yes, and uh, right. right on the front page, your official selection: L.A. Shorts an International Film Festival. They can see it. This week, coming up on Wednesday, 7.45, yeah. they visit the Yeah, website. come check it out at the Lemley in North Hollywood. Fantastic. It's going to be a great night. Great. Fantastic. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for having yeah, us. We'll Absolutely. be there if anybody wants to meet us. Okay. So. All right. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, again. you, Janine. All right. Congratulations. Take care. Thanks, Janine. Thanks. Appreciate Bye. it. Absolutely. Be Bye-bye. Well. All right, that was Susanna B. and John Anderson talking about their film, Daddy's Eyes. Again, you can see it at the L.A. Shorts Film Festival coming up this week. And if you missed any part of this, my conversation will be up on the show blog within an hour after I wrap. The show blog, to learn more about the film, is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org.